This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. The Vesi Yosef in the beginning of Simon Nun Hay quotes a Takanas Goinim that was supposed to say seven Kaddishim per day. Seven Kaddishim, and we know the Kaddishim are made up of different types of Kaddish. Kaddish Shalom, there's a Kaddish Rabbanon, but perhaps the most interesting one is the Kaddish Yosem. You know, the Kaddish Yosem was instituted for those Yisoyimim who are unable to daven for the Yomit, because the Ikra Aliyah's Neshama is when a person's Mizaka other people. So when a person davens for the Yomit, he causes other people to say, Amen, that's a big schos for the Neshama. Interesting, if you look in the Pischei Tshuva in Yaredeya, it's also quoted by the Mishnabu and Hilchas Zimun, that the Yaakov Emden held that an Ovel Toich Yudbeis Chodesh should always lead the Zimun. And the question is why? So they say it's a similar idea. He's being mezaka other people. So the whole idea of Davin for the Yomid is to be mezaka other people. The problem was he had a cotton. Nebuch, there were cases where children were orphaned and they couldn't Davin for the Yomid yet. So they instituted a Kaddish Yosem. The Kaddish Yosem is predominantly found after Aleinu. And that Kaddish was instituted for the person who can't Davin for the Yomid. At least he can say Kaddish. There's a whole discussion. We're not going to get into it now. Very controversial. About why can't a girl say Kaddish? Let's say you have a girl. Be'er Halacha talks about it, Mat Ephraim talks about it. Very big discussion, why can't a girl say Kaddish also? But they accept the practice in most of our communities. I can't say that there aren't shuls I know of, that if you go there, you'll hear women saying Kaddish. But most of us, uh, we only have men saying Kaddish. Now, the Kaddish Yosem is miyuchet for a Yosem. That's why it's called the Kaddish Yosem. So we mentioned in the past that the Ramah says, really make her din after every time, after every Aleinu, even if there's no active Yosem in the shul, someone who was a Yosem should still say the Kaddish. Now, if you look in the Ramon in Yeridea, in Hilchas Avelis, in Simen Shinai Vov, it's very clear that he has a whole Seder Hakdima for Kaddish. Who gets the rights to the Kaddish? And he has a whole hierarchy of someone's Teich Shiva, someone Teich Shloishim, someone Teich Yudbeis, someone on the Yom Havsaka when he finishes his 11th month, someone who has yard site. What's this hierarchy? So it's pretty clear from the Ramah, the practice used to be only one person got the right to say the Kaddish Yasem. And there's a hierarchy who gets that kibbutz, so to say. Who has rights to it. And if you look in Ber Halacha, in Simikuf Lamed Beis, the Ber Halacha is a very, very long Ber Halacha, where he goes to the same, same Shtikl Torah of the hierarchy of who gets to go first, who has rights to that Kaddish. So what do you see, L'Chaira, from both the Ramah and the Ber Halacha, obviously much later, you see that only one person recites the Kaddish Yasem, not multiple people. Now, why can't you have multiple people reciting the Kaddish at once? So the Pashtus is, because we have a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, We as human beings can't hear two things at once. So if I'm going to have two people talking, I can't hear both. And therefore that's the simple reason to why we only have one person saying Kaddish. Now, there's another reason that the Chassam uh, Soifer discusses. And the Chassam Soifer has a true where he says, well maybe because you're being mezake, if you're going to have two people doing it, so then they're like shearing the Zchosim. You know, you want to be that you have the sole right to be mezaka the tzi, but this way you're getting all the schos and passing it up to the, uh, to the nifter. But if you're going to have to shear it, so maybe it's not fair. Now let's take each reason separately. So the reason of trei mishtoi, if you know from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara says there's one exception to the rule. The Gemara says, Dover hachoviv. Something which you like, it's very, it's very precious to you, you can strain your ears to hear two things. What are such examples? So it's interesting, in Hilchas Megillah, Mr. Baruch Paschal is based on the Gemara Megillah that you can hear multiple people read the Megillah at once. And Mr. Baruch says, why? Because we have a rule. Dover Chaviv, you're able to strain your ears and listen. On the contrary, in Hilchas Kriya Satayr, it's a Meresh Pei Dalet, Mr. Baruch Paskins, that based on the Shulchan Aruch, you cannot hear two people reading the Torah at once. Why? Because that's not enough of, of Chavivus. 
<coughs> only by Megillah it works. So the question is, do you say trade currently by Kaddish? You'll tell me that Kaddish is a Dover Chavid, that people can strain their ears and hear multiple people. So if you look at Rabbi Yaakov Endin, Rabbi Yaakov Endin writes that what he calls Minak Svardim. He says the Minak Svardim always was to say Kaddish together. Multiple people reciting the Kaddish. And Rabbi Yaakov Endin says he likes that practice. He thinks we should go to that practice and have multiple people saying Kaddish. So writes Rabbi Yaakov Endin. Now, the Binyan Siyah and Rabbi Yaakov Etlinger, and hey, it's important, where did Rabbi Yaakov Etlinger come from? It was German. It was a Yekka. So the Binyan Siyan writes, no, he doesn't like that for Ashkenazim. He says, what worked for the Svarim doesn't work for us Ashkenazim. And he says, why? He says, because look how the Svarim daven. The Svarim will daven in unison. They all daven together. You ever walk into a Svarim, it's beautiful. And that's the old joke, right? We're supposed to daven like the Svarim, supposed to learn like the Litzvishers, and we're supposed to love mitzvahs like the Chassidim. Something like that, right? We're supposed to be all well-rounded. This, right, right, right. right? The, the, the Svarim daven all in unison. It's, it's very nice to hear. So says the Binyan Siyan, yeah, good. The Svarim do everything together. They used to davening together. So for them to hear Kaddish together doesn't phase them. They're used to it. But he says, but for uns Ashkenazim, now Ashkenazim doesn't just mean Germans. It means all Ashkenazim, all part of the world. That's not the way we daven. We don't daven in unison like the Svarim. So therefore he argues that for us Ashkenazim, we are not allowed to do it that way. And he says it's a problem of we can't hear multiple voices. And therefore he rules he should only have one person recite the Kaddish and, only, and that's going to be the hierarchy of who has Kedima. Then Naftali Amsterdam was one of the prized Talmidim of Rabbi Saul Salanter. And he writes in his Tzavah that he had a tradition for Rabbi Saul Salanter that only one person should say Kaddish Yasem. Not multiple. Why? Because you can't hear more than one person at a time. And the Chazinish. The Chazinish was very makbid to have only one person saying Kaddish at a time, not more than one. And he said, Chazinish is quoted in numerous places in Dina Van Hoges, in Orchus Rabbeinu, that he held it's like having two Bali Tefillah. You never have two Bali Tefillah. Says the Chazish, having two people saying Kaddish is a problem. Now they quote that in the Bnei Brak, where they really are diehard Chazanishers, so what do they talk to do if there's two people? They break up into little groups in the shul. They'll have break off minyanim after Elenu, where they're having like little groups of pockets of everyone doing their own Kaddish with a group of ten. And I just broke the minyan off into small groups. Obviously, it wouldn't work here. We don't always have uh, enough to even make a minion sometimes. So you can't have break off. But if you have a large uh, 50 people in the shul, so they'd have a bunch of break offs. Right, so that's always the question if you do Bereivam to make a minion. That's always an old Machoikis contemporary Achorinim. Do you break off to have two people? Other people say, no, Bereivam. We should stay together. But here it's really just the end of the davening. They stay together for the most of the davening. The, the, so the Chazanish was Machbit Gomer. B'nei Brak, they're Machbit. What about us? So if you look in the Chayodim, the Chayodim already writes that uh, it's mutter for two people to say Kaddish. And then Mr. Brewer brings down the same psaac. Mr. Brewer brings down from the Halachas Katanas that if you have two or three people saying Kaddish, then Mr. Brewer speaks out. This is always the problem. What happens if they're not in sync, which they're supposed to be, which we'll talk about in a second. He says if they're not in sync and one aunt says it before the other, so if there's a break of Tarek Yediba, you can answer twice. And if let's say there's really a long break between the two people saying Kaddish, then you can answer both. If it's within Tarek Yediba, you should only answer for one. So then before Shemuel want to know, is Mr. Brewer talking about Bidi Eved, or does Mr. Brewer mean even Lechatchila? So it's not clear what the Mishtabur means. Maybe he also agrees, you should only have one person saying Kaddish, but but the they don't listen, so then you have to try to stay uh, in sync. Now they bring down, in many Achreidim, like the Gesher um, Chaim, they bring down that you should make sure that the two people saying Kaddish should stay near each other. This way you don't have two separate sides of the shul, it's very hard to be in sync. They should be together. If you ever watch in some shuls, the Takah Remak, where they all gather around the bima, I actually saw brought down to gather by the Aron Kodesh. I haven't seen that too much. But they gather by the Aron Kodesh to say it in unison. This way, they have a much better chance of saying it mila b'mila together. It's interesting, they bring down Meshem of Nas and Adler, 
the Rebbe of the Chassam Seifer, the Ibn Adler held that if you're saying it mila b'mila, then the din of the then the din of the Ramah doesn't apply. The only time the Ramah and the Ber Halacha had a list of Hakdima, who goes first, that's when you're not going to be in perfect perfect together. But if you could say it perfectly together, which is not an easy thing, I think there has to be like practices for that, then it's not a problem and you both can say Kaddish together. Reb Kivega was quoted as saying that forever Reb Kivega held that there should only one, be one person saying Kaddish. They have to remember, where did Reb Kivega come from? Reb Kivega was also a Yekka. Reb Kivega was, was in Posen. He was in Germany. So Reb Kivega, right, he wasn't born, he was actually born in Hungary, but he ended up in Germany with Besayf Yomov. That's where he was in Rav. So Reb Kivega writes that the first time he allowed multiple Kaddishim was during the years when there was the Chaleria epidemic. Chaleria. Terrible outbreak in the 1830s. And he allowed, because there were so many Yisoyimim, so it's a terrible thing to think about. There were so many Yisraelim saying Kaddish, so Kivega wrote, I'm going to allow it just this year as a Hirosha for the Kaddish after Lane to have multiple people saying it. That was the only time Kivega allowed it. Which means he also held that Meir Kedin, it's not correct. But again, Puk Chazi, most of the shuls today, they do have multiple people saying Kaddish, but they really should be working on being, being in sync together. Because if not, we're running into real Shilohs of one of the Kaddishim and not accomplishing. Um... There's an interesting truth in the Binyan scene. He talks about... we got to do that here by That's what I was getting at. That, that's my subtle point over here is that we got to be a little better with those, the multiple Kaddishim that we have now in our shul, unfortunately. We have to be a little bit more in sync or we're missing the, the halacha over here. Now, there's another shayla a lot of people do, as you'll see, people will say Kaddish quietly. And they'll just you know, say it quietly. So the Binyan scene says, it's a joke. What are you saying Kaddish quietly? Who's saying Amin to that? You're saying Kaddish a little over here, no one hears you, and you think that's worth something. He writes a Gaval de Galosh, and he says, that type of talking is better to say nothing. That would be Shtika Midibura. But they bring down Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach used to do this. Rav Shlomo Zalman says, in Alicha Shlomo, whenever he had a relative who had no one saying Kaddish for, he would say it quietly. And they bring down that the Kafachayim says that also, to say Kaddish quietly. But the Binyan Sin writes, he says, it's not worth anything to say the Kaddish quietly. So the Chari should say the Kaddish loudly and try to stay in sync with the other person. This way we don't run into a Shaila. If you say it quietly in sync, but if no one hears, if no one hears you. So that's that's what Rabbi Shlomo argues. The Binyan Sin says no. They have to hear what they have to hear from you in order to answer. Rabbi Shlomo says he has a right from Hilchas Duchening that as long as they're answering I mean, to a bracha that is cited by you, that's good enough. But the Binyan Sin is very adamant about this. So I guess the you should try to say it out loud, and we should all try to be in sync. This way, we're all saying it at the same time.